Hey y'all, it's Dana from Financial Aid Consult Compliance Solutions and today um, the show is going to be regarding the CARES Act um, and that it's projected to end on September 30th and student loans are going to be going into repayment as of October 1st. And uh, the question today is, is are your students ready to begin repaying? Or if you are a student, are you ready to begin repaying your student loan? Um, if you go to studentaid.gov, uh, there's a section in the header that you can click on regarding the COVID-19 emergency. And it is indicating that on March 27th, 2020, President Trump signed the CARES Act into law providing, among other things, broad relief for federal student loan borrowers. As outlined in the CARES Act, both the suspension of the loan payments and the temporary 0% interest rate on loans owned by the ED are scheduled to expire on September 30th of 2020. Uh, Congress is currently working on another corona-related a virus-related stimulus bill, and it is possible that additional provisions regarding student loans could be included in that bill. However, that legislation is still under development, and as we know, our government is always arguing um, back and forth, so this could be done uh, later rather than sooner. And unless or until additional provisions are in place, the current CARES Act calls for repayment to begin at the end of September. Therefore, it is being encouraged that the borrowers take this time to prepare for the current September 30th deadline by doing the following. So one, um, make sure that your students are familiarizing themselves with studentaid.gov's new features to help them understand the current loan repayment plan and to explore other options currently available to them. Um, on Twitter, uh, Federal Student Aid actually, um, if you follow their page, they actually have a uh, quite a few tweets in the past few days regarding um, this. And uh, there is a loan simulator, simulator tool, I should say, um, that is available on um, their tweet that they posted yesterday. Um, in order to be able to utilize it and choose the repayment plan that's best for the current uh, situation for the students. So I would recommend that you follow that link if you're not currently doing so and um, access that to help your students with that. Um, and going forward, it also is suggesting making sure your contact information, including the student's email addresses, up to date so that they can be informed about any changes that might impact the reentry or um, to repayment. Um, in order to check your con their contact information, they can go log into their account on studentaid.gov. And if they don't have an account on studentaid.gov, they should create one now. And in this section um, that I'm reading to y'all, um, there's links. Uh, for the students to be able to access directly where they need to go to create the account or to be able to log in. Um, also, it is suggested that they make sure that the loan servicer has uh, the current contact information and um, they also reference the loan simulator um, to explore the repayment op options. And in the coming weeks, 
there's more information that will be posted from loan servicers about the end of the payment suspension. Um, so currently, again, even though the um, government is in the process of putting out together a new stimulus package, um, everyone should act like this is not going to be passed right away and that you need to prepare that um, repayment is going to occur starting October 1st. Um, so it's better to be prepared and have a plan in place on how you're going to repay or begin repayments um, and have your students in the know regarding this subject because it will also help your institutions. Um, also, with regards to um, the repayment, um, the uh, income-driven repayments is also something that you um, may want to be looking into, um, and that also was tweeted on Federal Student Aid. And it looks like we have a question um, asking where I'm from. Um, the show is actually being broadcasted from the seacoast of New Hampshire. Um, I'm located uh, the couple of towns over actually from the University of New Hampshire um, and also um, a little bit east of the New Hampshire Technical Institute. Uh, and uh, so that is where I am located and uh, where the show broadcasts from. Um, one of the other tips um, or updates I should um, also familiarize our, our, our mention, I should say, is um, this past week, NASFA, um, which is a resource that most of um, financial aid advisors utilize, had um, posted an update um, regarding verification. And it had to do with um, the verification of um, non-filers and it was outlined and I'm sure everybody's been running into this if you're having to have your students try to contact the IRS to get the non-filer verification. Um, non-filer verification is um, the IRS is not able to be answering phone calls regarding this so their hotline is not available. So they're directing everyone to go forward and uh, fill out the form 4706 and submit that. And the update is indicating that if for some reason the students can't get through to the IRS, that um, in order to do the override with the school letter confirming the student's non-filer status and the student provides their letter, you physically have to wait 10 days um, before providing those statements um, in order for the form to be mailed, received to uh, by the IRS and to be responded to. It can't be just something that you send out and then the same day you're producing those letters saying that they were a non-filer and, and the students also put it, putting that out there. So um, that's just a little heads up there. And that was one of the updates um, that we received in. So make sure you're implementing that um, when you uh, begin doing non-filers um, starting today. Um, you should actually implement that. So again, make sure that if your students are filling out the form, they mail it in and uh, you wait 10 days before you to try to receive a response from the IRS. And uh, 
with having said that, and as we're gearing up for the um, new award year, there is all kinds of information going on, and and I'm sure everybody's aware of the news about students um, actually going back on campus. And if they do go back on campus, what's going to happen if somebody ends up testing positive, and how is that all going to work? And the best um, suggestion I have is is just make sure that you are in contact with your students, which I'm sure you are, um, but make sure that the students are receiving the information um, from you. So if you haven't heard from your student in a while, um, I would, uh, you know, reach out to them as best as you can to um, try to contact them and just make sure that they're in the know. And with having said that, um, that is pretty much what we were going to cover today. Um, in the show and I hope everybody's doing well um, and we will be back again next week with a new topic to discuss and if you have any questions as always feel free to email them to me directly at danderson at dasfinanciallyconsultingservices.com also check out the twitter page that we have which is financially compliant solutions at das underscore aid and also um we're on youtube and uh i am in the process of putting together a couple of uh live facebook lives um that will be airing beginning on wednesdays and it's basically going to be um what's going on on wednesdays in financial aid so if you want to participate um go to our uh, facebook page das financial aid consulting services and be sure to um, join the group that is available in order to be able to access that. And also, um, I'm on LinkedIn, so feel free to um, connect and uh, start following me on LinkedIn, and you'll get the information there and the links to um, the shows coming up. So everyone have a great weekend. Uh, Stay safe, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks again for joining in.